Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Ways of Working podcast. I am your host, Adam Thackeray, and today I'm delighted to be joined by Ben Frisch. So Ben has been working in marketing and communications for over 15 years. Since launching BeFresh Media in 2015, Ben has worked with many local, national, and even global brands and organizations, producing content and providing video content and digital marketing solutions. In 2019, Ben was honored to represent Digital Main Street Program and become South Georgian Bay's Digital Service Squad representative. Since then, Ben has helped hundreds of businesses transform their digital marketing and has built a team of amazing squad members to help even more local businesses achieve their digital goals. Excited to have Ben on today. It's a great conversation around, you know, what are digital, digitally first services, the focus on how they've helped the region, some big aha moments he's had with some customers, and it was just an overall delight to, to have him on and, and some good conversation. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Ben Frisch. All right, so welcome everyone to the Ways of Working podcast. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Ben Frisch. Welcome, Ben. Hey, nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So, uh, you know, I was looking at your site and, and, you know, into some of your background, and one of the slogans, which I thought was really cool on your website, is you want to turn the ordinary into extraordinary. And I think in these times, that's a, a v- very fitting piece because there's there's a lot of things that can be done. So can you tell me more just a, a little bit about your business, Be Fresh, and, and, you know, why your passion is around that and why you're looking to, you know, do extraordinary things there? Yeah, so... Um seems like a big question. Uh, like be fresh media is a uh, video production company. Uh, my background was in, uh, started, well, started in, uh, graphic arts, uh, digital media arts. In fact, uh, went to agency world, uh, account management side of things and then production company, uh, for many years. And then, uh, came up to move to Collingwood area and launched my own business. Uh, and, and by that time working, I mean, working in production, I was more again on the client side of things and, uh, but then started getting back to my digital media arts kind of background and playing with, um, cameras, editing, and, uh, really started getting into it. And, and so, yeah, like, the extraordinary part, you know, that really comes from just my love of, of art and making things that are, are, um, exciting and fun. Um, I, I never love making things that are, you know, un, unimportant or, you know, just not yeah, very, yeah. uh, not very exciting. So, uh, that's where that comes from. And yeah, we really try and strive to, uh, just make, make fun videos, video content for our clients. Amazing. And, and, you know, one of the other slogans in there was, you know, about, you know, to, you know, be fresh, stay fresh. Um, and, and obviously you're in, you're involved with some pretty interesting work happening, uh, right now with, with helping the community out. How is that, you know, mentality of be fresh, stay fresh playing into, um, you know, working with, you know, the digital main street program and, and, and you know, really turning things around for some, you know, for some businesses here in town. Yeah. So our, our tagline, yeah, be fresh, stay fresh. Like is really about, about staying top of mind. Right. Um, and well, and it's about like using that creativity, uh, and, and exciting content to stay top of mind, to stay relevant. Um, and certainly, you know, we're 
pushing a lot of not pushing, but, you know, like advising certain clients uh, to just be more creative and have more fun with their marketing. So with the digital main street program, I mean, we expand uh, our, our view beyond uh, just video production and, you know, we really consult on all things digital marketing. And so, uh, but yeah, certainly the, you know, staying fresh top of mind, um, is a key focus for a lot of businesses right now. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would agree. It's, you know, there's, there's a, a notion to becoming, you know, digitally first, um, for those who are not familiar. So there's this digital main street program. You're working with the, you know, Southern Georgia Bay entrepreneurial center. The two of you have partnered to deliver this, you know, digital main street service. Can, can you go into that a little bit just because the, the audience is from all over and I don't think everyone would have, you know, an appreciation of, of what the program's about and the great work you guys have been doing. Yeah. So, um, so it's the, uh, the South Georgian based small business enterprise center. That's who the, uh, who I work for, who, uh, sort of manages the program, uh, here regionally, but yeah, so the program itself is a, uh, provincial, uh, provincial effort. It started a few years ago, um, in Toronto and, um, and really, so it was started by the, I think the Toronto Association of BIAs, so business improvement areas, uh, which fun fact, the business improvement areas is a concept that started in Toronto. I didn't know that <laughs> until I got involved in this program. Um, but uh, so they saw a, a need or um, saw a, a gap in the digital literacy um the digital capabilities of the businesses within those downtown BIAs. And so they, they kind of launched this pilot program and uh, it really snowballed um, where, so there was a grant component where businesses could apply for a $2,500 grant um, to use towards their digital marketing. And then there were uh, squad members, squads that were um, deployed across the area to they were just you know digital marketing experts like myself that um were that uh that sort of um hand holder i guess you go to the education component like the the role is really to to promote the program but also to to really get those business owners engaged and walk them through different um you know concepts um help them with uh, some of the different aspects, all the many different aspects of digital marketing um, in, in any way we can. And, um, and so, yeah, so for, it grew from that sort of Toronto pilot to a provincial effort. Um, it's been funded by the uh, Ontario, uh, the provincial and federal governments now where, and we've done two rounds of, of those grants, um, two rounds like provincially where business owners could apply for the $2,500 grant. Um, and the squads, yeah, I mean, uh, so I started in 2019, got the contract with Collingwood um, to manage the program here. And uh, COVID happened, digital marketing was at the forefront and the program was renewed. Yep. And, you know, we were just sort of really lucky to be in that um right place at the right time kind of thing to, you know, continue that program uh, and really help a lot of business owners to 
to um, get online, optimize their online performance and, um, and yeah, just keep pushing for that. <laughs> and I think that's great, right? Because there, you know, you see it, at, you know, in the small scale of digital main street, you see obviously Shopify, you know, and, and the bigger organizations and Shopify is obviously a partner of, um, of digital main street and, and really pushing the envelope to help entrepreneurs, right. To, to grow, a you know, the, the universe of entrepreneurs, if you will, so that, so that everybody can succeed and do what they want and compete with larger organizations, which is definitely needed in, you know, in this time and age, uh, can you think of a, a story, you know, or a success moment, or maybe even a failure or realization, you know, they're sometimes labeled as aha moments, you know, with one of the, the customers that you've had, uh, with digital main street, just, you know, what that experience, what they went through and, you know, what, what came of it? Yeah. I mean, um, there's a lot to be honest, like, um, and it always kind of varies, but like one, uh, there's one person, one story that I always kind of come back to because it, I think it, it really kind of exemplifies like the, uh, the potential for success for the program. Right. Because I mean, um, you know, not everyone is, is as receptive to this, material or these ideas. Um, and, but when you find those people who are regardless of their, you know, their capabilities at that time. So, uh, example is, um, a, um, a woman that, uh, is probably in her sixties, I would say, um, running a shop in town, very little, um, very little web presence, and uh just like jumped on this grant opportunity um and took it and ran like she um any opportunity to learn more like she was on it um and it was it was never easy that's the thing right like um and that's what's most impressive about it is that um you know she really persevered through roadblocks and, and, uh, just technical, um, inabilities or, you know, like limitations, let's say, um, and, and persevered. And now like her website is, is pretty awesome. And like, so she, we helped her with, um, just, you know, consultations, explaining different, uh, different ways to do things. I think we set up her analytics and got her uh, working on her SDO. And then, uh, she took part in the shop here program, which, um, is a sort of a branch of digital main street where they're building Shopify websites for, um, businesses, uh, for free, getting them set up, um, and then marketing it. Like she was just all over that aspect of, of marketing it, getting the, uh, the navigation fine tuned and, and, uh, yeah. And, and I've seen her, like, she's saying, you know, she, she was making like $2,000 a month, just on online sales. And this was, went from like, <laughs> came from zero to 2000, you know, in a matter of months, uh, was really, really amazing. That's a true hockey stick growth. I think that's amazing to hear, right? Because it's, it, it, it shows just so many different things the the willingness of someone to learn and grow and, and problem solve, right? Those are all, you know, key pieces that are needed now. And the fact that, you know, she didn't know anything about it, but she still wanted to push ahead. I think that's, that's a great story and remarkable. And 
I think that we need more of those, right? You know, just that they have to persevere, even if it is hard. There, there is light at the end of the tunnel, and and obviously in this case, uh, the the light was you know two thousand two thousand dollars revenue month over month that that wasn't there, which is 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 instrumental, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and you know that's a big it's a big part of our role um, as squad members. Like we have a team now too. It's not just myself, um, but a big part of our role is really in um, trying to limit that feeling of being completely overwhelmed, right? You know, like, cause there is just endless number of options available to people and, uh, and, and it's really easy. Like we understand it's so easy to get overwhelmed with these, with these options and these, uh, the tools available. So yeah, we really try to approach it from like, um, a kind of baby steps, right? Like we just then yeah. in ways that like is hope hopefully, you know, an easy pill for people to swallow. Um where it's, you know, just like actionable items, like let's just start small, start uh start chipping away at these things and we'll get there. You know, it won't necessarily might not be tomorrow, but um, you know, you'll be making some big, big leaps, uh, soon enough. And, and do you, do you include like a road or maybe not a roadmap is a good way to put it, but like, like a playbook, like you mentioned, you know, tangible action items so that, you know, here's things you need, you can do now, here's things you can do six, 12 months from now, perhaps, but in, in essence, here's a playbook to, to really help you succeed. Yeah. So one of the things that, um, that I developed for our team was a digital audit, um, report. So, we uh it's a very structured you know just yes or no questions um of putting sort of best practices against um any brand that comes to us asking for help that's usually a good starting point because we you know we look at um their branding their website um and have this full list of yes or no like does it have um easy to use navigation, um, lots of pictures as a video, like just all these really simple things. And, and so it's a very structured way to just show people like, okay, you know, um, you don't have a blog, maybe that's something to consider. Um, and, and it's laid out in, I think a pretty, uh, easy, easily digestible kind of way. Oh, that's great. I think checklists are important, right? Because they give guide rails for people. So that that's amazing to hear that you guys have uh, have built one of those because it sounds like it'd be quite valuable for, for the group. Yeah, so we come at it from uh, from different angles too. Like we do webinars and one-on-one consultations as well. Like So just really um, try to make ourselves and our supports as um, as accessible and and. Uh, try to fit the needs of everyone, you know, like, um, we're trying to launch a boot camp course right now too, um, to just kind of present, you know, this, uh, this approach in, in a, maybe a slightly different way for people to really jump on, jump on board. Is that boot camp going to be like through your website or you're, you're offering it through another, like through SBAC or where can people find that boot camp and when's it going to be available? Yeah. Good question. Um, I think, uh, <laughs> so yeah, like, we are uh, just putting sort of uh, putting some final details on it. Still needs to go through some approvals, um, but I'm hoping to launch it uh, in early May, early mid May. Um, and so essentially, um, 
we, you know, the details I can share now would be just to sign up for the uh, newsletter at the Small Business Enterprise Center and, yeah. and you'll get notified as soon as that registration is open. Okay, very good. That, that's, that's great. We'll, we'll have that uh, obviously in, in the notes and stuff as well. Um, so is, does the Digital Main Street program conclude in May then? Like, is that a carry-on piece or is, is Digital Main Street on in perpetuity? I would assume that there, there's an end probably state for it and there'll be a transition to something else. So how's that going to work for people that, you know, might listen to this a little later on in the summer and be like, oh, I want those services, but it's now, you know, the summer and, and curious what they could do next. Yeah, so the um, the fun part about government programs is, as I'm learning, is that uh, they're always up in the air. There's no, never really much of a long-term kind of commitment, uh, unfortunately. But um, so right now, yeah, the program, uh, it was actually set to wrap up in March, uh, March of 2021. Oh, okay. And, um, and it was like... Yeah, it's always seems to be down by, down to the wire, um, but they uh, Digital Main Street reached out to um, to to Tim's office at the Aspect and said, you know, uh, if you were to continue until June, how much funding do you need, kind of thing. Um, so we were able to secure. Oh, okay, yep. Yeah, so we were able to secure some more funding uh, for that short little stretch. Um, I do know there is hope. Um, from a, an administrative level that, that they do get funded for around three, but, um, mm -hmm. and, and as far as I know in the, um, I think the federal budget that just came out recently, that there is a digital initiative, um, sort of a Canada wide program. Um, but, uh, and digital main street was named in that, uh, effort as far as I know, but there's the, what they've said is like, we don't know like how much money we're getting if we're, if we're actually going to be a part of it. Like right. they, I don't think they've, they've actually had that conversation yet with the funding, uh, entities that be of, you know, how that's going to look, but there's certainly a lot of hope. Um, and, uh, and, and not only that, you know, like it's, it's, been a really successful program. Like, I think it's hard to deny that, that a it's needed and B that it's working. Cause you know, we've, we've seen just a lot of really great uptake in, um, digital, uh, digital presence, um, you know, accessing our resources and our supports. Um, it's been awesome. It's been really, really cool to be a part of that sort of recovery. That's great. And, and I think it is big because it, it, it is positioning companies to, to thrive, right? Because like th this is known as the digital age. We are, we are you know, in the, the main part of it. You know, software is already eating the world, as they say, you know, and, you know, AI is fast approaching. So the, the are already here and getting better, I guess, is the better way to put it. Um, with that in mind, it actually is a good segue is uh, to, so the landscape is shifting constantly for businesses to be digital first. Um, you know, your company, Fresh deals with organizations all over the world. You have a global presence in terms of your, your customer base. Um, how are you seeing uh, organizations locally in this region, you know, 
shifting, if you will, for that, you know, digitally native, digital first focus? Like, how do you see the community evolving, you know, the companies you're working with evolving, maybe some of the partners through the Small Business Entrepreneurial Center? Like, just get, give me some thoughts around that. Do you mean like my my sort of prediction or like what we see? Yeah, well, and... and now and prediction. I have a prediction question next. So let's talk now and then we can go prediction. Sure. Yeah. Um, that is, uh, yeah, like even on a now, uh, like a day to day basis, I mean, it's hard to know where it's going to end up. But what we see is that, you know, a lot of um, bricks and mortar businesses, I mean, right now it's it's critical. Like I actually just had a consultation with, um, a retailer here in, in Collingwood, um, and they're closed, uh, cause they're not an essential service. And so they are like anything and everything we can put into the online store, like, um, you know, we will do, uh, actually I had two back to back, uh, they were basically the same, same, uh, sentiment coming from, from both businesses and completely different industries even. So, um, I think uh, in terms of like trends, you know, I think one of the big things that we're seeing right now is the realization that, um, uh, or both the realization and the, the interest in learning how to uh, use search engine optimization to uh, get found beyond uh you know, the walk-in traffic, right? Because yeah. all, a lot of the downtown retailers, like they've, they've only mostly needed to just have the open sign on and people walking down the street are going to find them. Right. Yeah. But now they're operating in a global market uh, with much more competition. Um, and, uh, and it's, I mean, it's certainly a different challenge. Um, but I think, you know, uh, what we're seeing is a lot of, a lot of, uh, just positive resilience. You know, it's just like entrepreneurs are entrepreneurs and they're yep. going to like keep fighting and keep pushing forward. Um, and, uh, and that's, what's, I mean, that's, it's a great, great group of people to be working with too. I mean, yeah, yeah it's nice. Entrepreneurs have this, you know, natural ability to bounce back and, and, you know, dredge through the mud, if you will. So I, I think that's, that's interesting, you know, onto the prediction piece. So where do you, where do you see things evolving in this area um, over the next, like, let's look at like 10, 15 years out. So something that we're past this, we're in, you know, Collingwood's in hyper growth mode. And, you know, there, there is a tremendous, a lot obviously happening in the region right now. Where, what do you, where do you think we're going regionally, um, you know, with regards to business and specifically around digitally, you know, native organizations? That is it. Yeah. That's the tough question. <laughs> um, because it's, I mean, yeah, it's hard to imagine that, you know, Collingwood, um, it's hard to imagine that Collingwood would ever be anything other than, um, well, I mean, I hate to say other than a tourist destination because it is more than a tourism destination, but, um, but like from a, from a retail standpoint, I would yeah. say, right? Like it's hard to imagine that, you know, it still wouldn't have a thriving um, retail sector. Yep. 
Um, or, and even then I, I say Collingwood, but I mean like the kind of South Georgian Bay area. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, one cool thing is that, um, a lot of, uh, I think a lot of business owners or just like average people are, are following that same trend of, you know, learning how to use Shopify, learning how to, um, market their their um brands on a global scale yeah um and i think i think what we're going to see is more just like home-based you know online businesses that uh are doing really well and that um might just kind of come out of nowhere and uh <laughs> and turn yeah. into something cool right um because yeah i mean i like i've seen i've seen some home-based like uh like tea companies, you know, doing, doing some pretty awesome things that are, that are on par or better than like, um, some of their retail counterparts. Um, and that goes for, you know, all kinds of different, um, products, services. Um, what that's kind of what's interesting is right. Like the, that online component is almost leveling the playing field a little bit, at least like for the, for those, uh, those small players, uh, giving them maybe a little bit more, um, leverage in a way. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, uh, it's direct to consumer, right? So it removes yeah. that. It, it rem what I, yeah, you know, what I have seen, um, in the past, but I think I, I would love to see more of as a marketer, um, is local brands ending up in my, um, you know, not just my social media feed, like that's easy enough, but when I'm, you know, on, uh, websites like, uh, the national post or, you know, like a, a, a newspaper, like a national newspaper or, um, you know, global television or something, you know, like, uh, those are some, some really accessible digital marketing, um, uh, channels that, you know, we haven't seen people utilizing as much. I've started to, that's the thing, like with this kind of, uh, snowballing effect of, of, uh, increased digital marketing and presence, people are starting to explore these other opportunities and, and, you know, the geo targeting within, uh, these global networks, um, to really target some incredible advertising, um, that's, I think what I will see more of. And, and, and that's what excites me too, because there's like, there's so much opportunity there. Um, and I, I don't see a lot of people utilizing it as much as they could be right now. So, so for those who like are not familiar with geotargeting, can you go into a little bit just what it is and, and, you know, how it allows you to, you know, really focus in and hone in on your advertising audience? Well, yeah. So, um, uh, especially, so it's more probably more effective, um, on a local scale for like a service-based business. Right. So yeah. if you're, if, um, if you are a, a real estate agent, for example, in the Georgian triangle area, the, the South Georgian Bay area, um, but you want to advertise on, um, on, let's say global.ca or whatever, global TV. <laughs> I don't know why I pulled that one. I work, let's say chorus entertainment. Cause that one, yeah, yeah. um, 
on their network. So um, you can tell them like, here is the geographical area that I want to hit. So people come to your website from, uh, from outside of that area um, should not see my ads. I only want people within that geographical area to see my ads. Um, and that can, um, can really help you uh, create some great traction, like get that um, more broad market, not just through Facebook and Instagram, but, you know, bigger networks, um, different audiences. It's yeah, really good opportunity. That's very interesting. Thank you for that. That's helpful. I didn't actually know the full explanation either. So that was very helpful for me. I'm well, and, yeah. And you can do it through, you know, you, people do it through, you know, social media as yeah. well too, right? Like you target right down to the city, right down to the, um, the kind of geographic area. But, um, it, yeah, I've used it in Facebook, right? Where you actually yeah. hone in to say, I want to have, you know, 30 year old individuals who are millennial or 30 year olds who drive a, a red Honda Civic and I want to target them in this region. So I've seen it in that respect. Um, but I, I do find it interesting that, because social media is usually pumped up as the primary marketing mechanism, but to have those, you know, traditional ads, but in a digital format on a, you know, you mentioned National Post or some other, you know, large uh, media publication is is a very different piece. And it's interesting to see that there's, uh, you know, still a lot of opportunity there because I don't think people naturally look to that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and uh, even like, so we have um, a a digital publication in our area, Collingwood today um, at, you know, I've, I've been working with like their um, team a little bit just for some like client stuff, but also just having conversations about, um, you know, what their, what, what opportunities they have for um, some of their clients. And um, what's, what's great for that. I mean, is, they've seen a huge incline, uh, increase in activity in, uh, you know, web users and views from uh, people looking for those local stories. You know, COVID made that um, a, a real priority for people to, to look for local news and local uh, stories in, in a really kind of profound way. Right. Like it's, it, I didn't really, I never would have expected that. <laughs> um, but, uh, but from that comes, you know, a really another great, uh, kind of local advertising opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. So on the notion of, of media publications, you know, and that being things to read, uh, you know, one of the questions I always ask the audience or ask the audience, ask my guests is, um, books. So books are a very important part of, of learning and growth. And um, if you were to name three, and if not three, then at least maybe one or two um, uh, books that you would recommend to the audience, uh, what would they be? And they can be across anything. It's just meant to be books that, you know, you love and you may read many times or, you know, love to hand out. You got me on that one. Uh, <laughs> you caught me. Not much of a reader, but uh, I did actually, I mean, so I love, um, I love anything Malcolm Gladwell writes, um, because, uh, he is like, he's not a marketer and like, but I, I love understanding human behavior, uh, and his perspective is just, uh, so 
so well thought out and, um, and I think it's still, and it's relevant, even though he's, you know, he's tackling some, in some cases, some very heavy, um, sociopolitical topics, um, like the, the aspect of human behavior is still just like very much a key thread. Um, and, and to me, it's still very relevant in terms of, um, advertising and communication and, and just the way people think and behave. Um, so I always, I mean, yeah, I always just go right to Gladwell. (laughs) I think he's amazing. Well, he's got at least, uh, three, three, he's got at least what, three to five books. So I think that's that, that we'll, we'll put that as qualified and yeah, he's, he's a good Canadian uh, writer as well. Um, so thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, Ben, where can people uh, find you if, if they're looking to get in touch with you, is it your website, small business entrepreneurial center? Maybe it's both, you know, we'll have it in show notes, but also, uh, maybe there's another social media channel that you prefer. If you just let the group know, that'd be great. Yeah. So, um, for uh, for anything digital Main Street related, we have uh, we've got a page up at the Small Business Enterprise Center uh, website, which is enterprisecenter.ca. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, there's more information about uh, the team and the services and a booking calendar. You can just like book a, a consultation right there, as well as uh, and then my website, if people want to get in touch, is uh, befresh.media. Perfect. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Um, all right. That's a wrap for today. Ben, thank you so much for joining us today to come out to talk about Fresh Digital Media and all the great work that uh, you and the Enterprise Center are doing in the region. That's great. I think it's amazing to be helping the businesses and getting them to, to grow and thrive and shift. So thank you so much for joining us today. No problem. My pleasure. It's great to be here. All right, that's a wrap, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you tuning in and listening to the Ways of Working podcast. If you'd like more on Ways of Working or have any questions, you can go to www.thack.ca forward slash links. So that's thack.ca forward slash links, where you can access all episodes, uh, previous episodes of the podcast. You can access interesting articles and insights around ways of working. And if you want to get in touch with myself, you can also, uh, you know, for discovery sessions or, or more information around ways of working, you know, I'd love to hear from you. Please feel free to reach out to me there as well. All right. So thank you very much and hope you enjoy the rest of your day.